Your mug was frosty? Yeah. Oh, fuck it. What the hell? There we go. There we go. Mystic. Mystic. (laughs) Speaking of mysticism, um, welcome back. This is Dropping the Needle. It's uh, our music podcast over at the Quick Sixer Collective. This is episode 17, I want to say. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah, 17. Yeah, 17. And uh, yeah, it's your boys, Pat Aris, Adam Knitch. This, oh, fuck, I think I actually, I might have, I might have this joint on vinyl. Uh, I just realized that. Nice. I don't know. Anyways, if you haven't guessed, this episode is going to be about Gogol Bordello. Uh, they're the gypsy punks of, you know, these folks. Uh, and we're going to be talking about gypsy punks, underdog, world strike, uh, their third album on this. But first, yeah, you were talking about your fucking mug was, was <laughs> frosty. So let's pop these beers. I'm going to be drinking. I thought this was kind of... Uh, a fun name, so I decided to keep it for this episode because there's it's called Shindig from oh, nice. Bearded Iris. It's a fruited sour ale, grapefruit, lime, and kiki. Maybe they so meant to like say kiwi. But fruited, what? Do you like those fruited sour beers? Like I've never, I've never. They're really hit or miss for me, man. Hit or miss, yeah. really. I've had some really shitty ones. Yeah, um, that's what I'm saying. I feel like spending the money on it. You know what I mean? Be like, oh, this is shit. Yeah, yeah. No, I never buy a six pack of them. Never. Oh, like yeah. we'll never do that. But I will singles, buy. Man, like... Yeah, singles. Singles though, I'll I'll choose certain breweries for singles, like yeah. from from our uh, trusty beer source, Mount Julia Beer Company down the street. This is a five point six, which is kind of it's kind of low ABV for you, boy. But nice. What you uh, what you sipping on, bro? I got so I got two uh two options today. What do I do this time? I might do a left or right. Ooh, a lettuce game, my favorite game. <laughs> um, bro, this joint, this joint got some some fruits in it. Um, <laughs> let's go. Let's go left for a sexual reason. Nice. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I got that uh, St. Arnold Art Cart IPA. Oh, cool. Actually, you can. Uh, we did a review episode of this about two months ago about that nice. beer. So, um, yeah, St. Arnold Art Car is very good. And my mug uh, was frosty, but. Well, what was the, what was the second option if we don't get the, to Yes. The second one was the Founders Centennial IPA. Ooh. It was crazy. I was going to ask you this, like, so like this one's a seven point one, and mm-hmm. that Centennial IPA is a seven point two. Mm-hmm. So, like here, it's like you know, like at the Centennial IPA, you could buy fifteen pack. Founders has a fifteen mm-hmm. pack of it, and uh, but you can buy it at the grocery store. You know what yeah. I mean? You can just find it readily available. But is that the case for National now? Or you, do you still have to go to a liquor store to buy like higher gravity? Oh no no no! Uh, yeah, I can go to the Publix on the street, the Kroger or whatever. Um, the Founders Drunk. Uh, like... I I I can buy most Beard Iris uh, stuff in there. 
But is it like uh, after? You know what I mean? Though is it like after after like seven point five? No. Is when you have to buy it at a liquor store. They changed no. that law. Uh, yeah, yeah, that law must have been changed because because I, I think there was a, also a law where you couldn't buy liquor inside of a grocery store, and some grocery stores yeah, sell liquor. But that's what it too. was too. It was like high gravity beer you could only buy at liquor stores for some yeah. reason because of yeah, it was like a, after eight or something. Yeah, that changed. That had to have changed because like the beer diaries that I have in the in the fridge right now you can get at the liquor store or the the grocery gotcha. store and it's an 8.5 so it's yes yeah, it had to have changed i don't know how but like or when but it was crazy is that centeno ipa it was also on sale it always is always <laughs> is i don't understand why like, but dude it came out like a month not even a month ago was when i it was know package like it's crazy. I feel like they just don't sell it. It's like people are scared of like seven a uh, uh, seven point whatever beer and yeah. like that big of a. I don't know. I don't know, man. But the uh, and it's cool too because the I told you about the St. Arnold. You can buy like the variety pack. pack. Yeah. Ooh, a variety pack. Yeah, dude, I'm a sucker for a variety pack. If there's ever one like ever one I haven't because... had, I buy it. I don't care what it is. Yeah. That one's cool because it's like it's lighter beers too, like the lawnmower, which is like a Pilsner, I think, or yeah. Kolsch, I think, and then the the H Town Pils is like another one. Mm. It's like, then the amber, but the amber is still like a six. Oh, okay, oh, cool. So yeah. yeah, yeah, those are Texas beers, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that place looks pretty cool. It's good. They've got a big ass patio and stuff. Yeah. Uh, been around for us it's texas oldest brewery thanks yeah so i think yeah i think that was their claim yeah but they got cool though all their their shit's really cool i like it mm-hmm. um that's a good beer too you like it do you like it so far oh yeah yeah for sure i mean i've had this several times like over the years like both these actually the centennial ipa too like there was mm-hmm. one time i was drinking it at a bar and uh maybe it was like new year's or something new year's eve and I realized it was like a 7.2. Oh, no. <laughs> You're like, fuck. Yeah. I, I, I remember uh, that have Did you get faded? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that happened. I remember one time we were in Jackson, all of uh, me and you and Chase and uh, I think the rest of the crew of that show. And we went to the Bulldog, that bar, you know, with the yeah. arcade in the back. Yeah, and we I, I had ordered something and didn't realize it was like an eight or nine percent or some shit, and I was like, "Fuck," you know, like. But I, I was like, I drank it anyway. But yeah. I, I believe I feel I want to feel like I talked a lot of shit that night. Like I was like overly <laughs> checking, you know, <laughs> like checking hard. But whatever. Oh man, maybe I'm, all right. Fuck it. Let's talk about. Gypsy Punk's Underdog World Strike, what this shirt is. Meg surprised me with this shirt one time, like just out of the blue, uh, which is nice. super random. Like, it, like Google Badello stuff you're not really going to find, you know? Yeah. Uh, which is pretty cool. This particular album uh, released in 2005 um, by Side One Dummy Records in August of 2005. So... And it was recorded from October 2004 to February 2005, probably masked the rest. Steve Albini, 
and Gogol Bojello are are uh, credited as producers. Um, uh, and yeah, man, uh, apparently there's other songs uh, from the same era and recording sessions that appear on the EP East Infection, which I've never. Oh, I've listened to I guess before. Now that I see the cover art, but so- I haven't never seen this in person yeah i think what's funny is i I think i don't remember what ep it is i have to look again but we own one some some ep around this time i think but it's just like singles or something yeah is it like pink with a star on it no it's like an alternate like artwork though oh that's cool i'll just show you yeah that's cool um so because it's like i think it's a promo it's like a promo thing because I oh. think it was when Chelsea was working at Spin Street. Oh, shit. Chelsea works at Spin Street? She did, yeah, at one point. That's amazing. That's that's yeah. super cool. Um, but uh, when yeah, tra- she got it from there. That's fucking awesome. Yeah. Um, oh, man, that's super cool. Um, maybe it's the Start Wearing Purple and Sally uh, EP. Yeah, uh, I think that might be it. It's purple. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I mean, I it's gotta be you it. know, done my part and grabbed it out before this. <laughs> no, you're good, you're good. Because there's only they've but, uh, only yeah, done a like few a... singles in EPs or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So um yeah, August 9th, two thousand five, which oh man, this is actually really interesting. Uh hold on one second. Because uh, there's, okay, that makes sense. Checking two things real quick, um, because they line up with how I want to tell this story. Okay, yeah, this this definitely lines up. Okay. Um, so in two thousand four, when they, this was recording. We were in high school and which is kind of this kind of lines up so that this album, I remember in it had to be junior or senior year, probably the beginning of senior year. So 2005, uh, I remember because it was cold out and I think we were about to go. It was around well, the time I was hanging out. Graduated two thousand six. So I know, I know. So, but <laughs> so it had been it like was, fall two thousand five. Yeah, it was fall two thousand five for sure. So we're at this particular time. I'm hanging pretty heavy with you, uh, the Bernardinis, and a few other people, like a few random little groups, like of course, like my skate crew people, you, yeah. and whoever you were kicking it with. And at the time, yeah, and then the Bernardinis and like that little crew, whatever, like pretty much they were like a party crew kind of kind of at the time. Yeah. Uh, so one day um, we're at, well, I'm at the Bernardinis. You might have been there actually with this particular night. Um, it was a some kind of party night. And um, I think we brought over some booze or something or some, I don't know, at that time we were drinking weird shit like just like hey let's buy a couple bottles of champagne or some shit you know (laughs) random and uh uh josh bernardini is like hey dude uh 
come up to my room. I got to show you this fucking band. I said, all right, cool. Of course, this shit was straight up pulled from like LimeWire or what I was about to say, yeah. MySpace or maybe even Facebook at the time. Um, all of these kind of line up in that this was a weird, weird time period where MySpace was kind of ending, but it was still in the in the ether. Like it was still like kicking around. Yeah. But uh, and you say it's uh, like its last its last leg. It's last yeah, I was leg. definitely on the last leg for sure. <laughs> but the people that were utilizing MySpace um, predominantly, I think towards the later half of it were musicians and stuff like putting their bands out. Yeah, for sure. So a lot of stuff you'd hear on MySpace, you'd go to either like LimeWire or <laughs> fucking uh, Napster or all of these like pre-iTunes, pre-music uh, uh, places where you get legal music, you just, you know, fucking rip it from the internet. And it would take forever. And uh, yeah. so I walk into uh, Bernardini's room and he's like, dude, just keep an open mind. And I'm like, all right, cool. Because <laughs> at the time, I, I think we're pretty, pretty much in like the hardcore scene of stuff. Like we're going to like shows all the time. Shit is kind of like, popping off in that aspect yeah that that whole scene was kind of dying too but yeah i was gonna say like that was like the height of it was like junior year and then senior year like we're getting into more like branching out i guess yeah yeah a lot of those clubs that we were going to close a lot of yeah a lot of shit a lot of shit was getting weird uh me and you were definitely listening to a lot of like um probably at this time my morning jacket was in the rotation probably uh there's probably some some death cab for cutie in there um when they started getting almost like jam bandy in their second or third album um stuff like that so melodic type of shit um i'd say and then so around 2000 close to 2005 i don't know the like i'm trying i don't want to like click on one of these bullshit links and (laughs) see when uh I'm trying to figure out when the history of when Facebook actually launched to the public, but I feel like it was was 2005. It was 2004. Oh yeah. 2004 is when they started in, in here. I'm just going to, I'll just fucking do it. Whatever. But Um, because like 2005 or six, even at that time, it was like, you had to be in college or something. You remember? Yeah. Yeah. Well, 2000, that's when in 2004, that's when it launched in February 4th. Um, Let's see. Oh, fuck, dude. I want to late into this. Uh... Okay. Yeah, yeah. Here it is. High school. And. Okay. On December 11th, 2005 <clears throat> is when it basically released to the public anybody who's 13 or older could have um yeah so this all kind of lines up in this weird couple a couple years space so we're up in the bernardini's uh room or whatever and he fucking puts on start wearing purple and i was like what the fuck is this (laughs) And I wonder if I if we can play a snippet of it on here without getting it. I don't want to get torn down. Whatever. Yeah. Um. 
but yeah, so this is this is my introduction to Gogol Bordello. And I'm like kind of mind blown that there's like something this weird that I got I was like into. I was like, this is kind of sick. But also like some people really fucking hate this band. Like really, really hate them. I think yeah. it's like the gypsy aspect of it, but I, yeah. some people really do not like it. <laughs> well, what's funny is like I I always come across people that do like this band though. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Especially working in, you know, the film industry and stuff. Like I hear, I mean, I've probably heard this song more in the last like four or five years. I mean this band more in the last four or five years from other people than I did, you know, in two thousand five <clears> or six. That's what's funny. I think it's like, yeah, it's one of those like kind of a cult following, you know. You, yeah, you're either really into it or you just hate this band, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so apparently, this song, I was just looking in, there's a link I can you can click on for it. And um, apparently, it's um, it was written about a girl. Uh, it said, um, Hutes said in an interview. It's one of the very few songs I wrote for a girl. I just moved with my girlfriend in New York. We had a neighbor, an old woman who was always dressed in purple head to toe. She was clearly bonkers. So whenever my girlfriend and I had an argument and she would start screaming at me, I would say, you might as well start wearing purple now. So basically. That's cool. I mean, that's cool. Yeah, that's pretty cool. But anyway, yeah, Eugene Hutes. Um the lead singer this you know creator of this band so um this thing comes out i feel like um when it that was the only song i'd heard i think from this i think that was the one that you could hear like on one of these pages like a myspace page or something or whatever i would say it's on myspace but do you also remember like um because i'm trying to think of what it would be at that time like much music which is like a candid canadian uh mtv or whatever but they, they would play more music and music videos and like you know they yeah. would have live performances and stuff and i feel like that was it, like gorgo bordello was on there too like was on yeah. other shows or also mtv too i mean mm-hmm. it started in may the rounds for sure yeah um <clears throat> the thing i found about the most interesting about this song and i didn't know this until maybe pretty recently i would say um this song, this particular song, is a re-recording of one featured on their first album, 1999's Voila Intruder. And it's also in the 2005 film Everything is Illuminated with um, with Elijah Wood. Him, uh, Eugene and Elijah Wood are like co-stars in it, which is uh, really yeah. weird. Yeah, I do remember that. I've never seen that movie, but I do remember him. Have yeah, like a little bit of acting. So it's like, um, it's kind of nuts because that's the that original version I do not like at all. I don't think it's good. But the start wearing purple. Or... Yeah, the original version of it is not good. I don't. Yeah. I don't think. But the second one I think is way better. Way better. Um. So this kind of launches us into um this this album comes out and i'm like i'm gonna buy you know i think i was like i'm gonna buy this at, at the time like this sounds like a dope fan i'm gonna check it out and love this album still my favorite out of all of them uh and that's why we picked it so 
I do like some of their other stuff. Um, Super Taranta has like some one of I think my favorite song from them. And that one's pretty that's kind of like when they got big is 2007. So after we were this is when um, you would see them touring like American festivals and stuff. So like we saw them at Lollapalooza that year in 2007. Um, What's what's actually funny too, I think it was trying to think now like was it 2011 i guess 11 or 12 you were i think yeah you were in la at this time right but um like so i think it was like i was with some people at a bar and i was like on the fence about going to see go bordello because they're playing at minglewood like i didn't have tickets i was just like gonna buy you know tickets at the door or whatever and um i ended up I knew I'm not going because it was like the first date that I went on with Chelsea. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, that's so probably a probably better yeah. idea. Yeah. Oh, shit. This is kind of connected to you in a weird way then. Yeah. Okay. The thing is like, in the, but also that's what's funny because I've never been like big into this band. It was just like, you know, something to do. I think Wesley and I were like, yeah, let's go, let's go. And then like he ended up backing out and then I backed out or something. Yeah. Well, I, this is uh, when uh, I think that well, so they put out a album recently uh, called, oh, fuck me. I just lost my spot. Oh, dude, go ahead. What's the thing that just dawned on me, but like, what's the thing they did with Madonna? Did they do something like he did something with Madonna? Yeah. Yeah. So they did a, um, there's a live performance you can see. I'm pretty sure it's because I think they were opening for Madonna. Or maybe, I don't know what the, the situation was, but they ended up playing, There, there's a live performance you can watch with Gogol and Madonna, and they're playing a song off of Transcontinental Hustle, which is, oh yeah, their fourth, one, two, three, four, their fifth album, and that, Palatute, I think is the one that they play with her uh or my compañera it's it's weird and they're playing i don't i don't think it's in the u.s where they're doing it and yeah. they are hold on hold on hold on hold on i think i just found i think i just found out what the fuck it was oh never mind anyway yeah they uh their Madonna is singing the song with them, which is kind of weird. Yeah, I'm like, it's so fucking weird to watch, but because yeah, she knows the whole was, song, I'm like, yeah, I was thinking it was like they were in a movie together or something. That might have been it too. Like I mean, short or yeah, I wouldn't doubt it, dude. Uh, but I mean, I there could remember. be like some weird shit that we don't know about, like maybe. Yeah. So I this one video, I think, but I just don't remember. I thought it was like they had like a he was like featured in a movie or something. He probably was. I wouldn't doubt it. Um. Yeah, I don't know. It, this one was, yeah, produced by Rick Rubin. This album that we're talking about, which I mean, makes sense. <laughs> yeah, if you think about, it, yeah, I mean, Rick Rubin kind of you know adds notoriety to any band you know or any album that he touches really. Mm-hmm. So it could have been like a situation where 
Madonna was there when they were recording or whatever and liked yeah. it, you yeah. know. And she's fucking yeah. Madonna, so she can do whatever she wants. Yeah. But uh yeah, that's a, that's a weird one. Check that out on YouTube if you if you're listening to this and you want to go watch that. It's kind of it's so weird to see them because like they but look like fucking gypsies yeah. and it's fucking yeah, yeah, Madonna, yeah. you know. I mean she's yeah, yeah. So, it's kind of it weird to watch. She's into it. Yeah. Um, oh, this is kind of funny. Um, Start Wearing Purple has become a de facto team song of the MLS team or the Orlando City SC because nice. their their shit is purple. Purple. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> that's really cool. So anyways, 2005, this thing comes out. I kind of, uh, like you said, we were kind of getting into branching out or whatever. And this kind of like, I feel like led the way for me. Like that was like, all right, cool. I'm into this. This is weird as fuck. Yeah. Like, let's see what else is out there. And uh, yeah, I only got to see him that one time when we were at Lollapalooza in 2007. But when um, I w- we've been, you know, keeping up with music throughout COVID or whatever. And in 2000 in 2022 they released an album called Solidarity which is um it's it's like a it's very cool it's a lot of it's a lot about the uh about being Ukrainian and stuff and a lot of their oh, stuff yeah. is about being you know a uh, immigrant and you know how people have fear of immigrants and different and like differences and stuff like that it's kind of it's cool. They, they kind of like punch you right in the face with that kind of stuff. It's like, you yeah. shouldn't be afraid. We're, we're all just fucking people, but we live here yeah, now. For sure. Yeah. Which I've always liked about them. I think they're definitely, they're very in your face about like, why are you scared about, you know, this is you're dumb, but, and they're about having a good time. Yeah. And I love Gypsy that, times. you know, but I don't know, man. Uh yeah, but the, I guess their whole deal is, um, they're a gypsy punk Ukrainian led band, and yeah, they're 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 dope. They're just they're just a dope band, and they oh this is another cool thing. When they were playing, when they were making that album, after they put it out, the one I just talked about, uh, Solidarity, they um, I don't know how. And they wouldn't elaborate how, but they on their Instagram they got to play a little of it and some other stuff for uh Ukrainian soldiers. Like they went to a camp. Uh, like went across cool. the border, went to yeah. one of their camps. Wow. It was pretty nuts. But yeah. I wouldn't say they're all exactly in a right mind, to be fair. Yeah. But yeah. Love them. I think they're great. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, what else should I say? Oh, this is kind of interesting. I guess we should. The the original um, what's it called? Uh, fuck me, just lost it. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, here it is. All right, Gogol comes from Nikolai Gogol. He's a classic writer of Ukraine, like Ukrainian origin. Um, and apparently he's influential because he smuggled Ukrainian culture into Russian society. And that's, that's a thing, apparently. That, that's cool. 
Gogol yeah. wants to do. Nice. Um, and Bordello's obviously a brothel or a gentleman's club. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Apparently, it was originally called uh, Hutes and the Bella Bartux. Uh, but Eugene said that that was a bad name because nobody knows who the hell Bella Bartuk, Bartuk is. Uh, who is a Hungarian composer and pianist and stuff <laughs> from way the fuck back. But that's cool there. Yeah. But um, it's cool too because it also speaks on like their 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 name speaks on the fact that um uh that they're you know trying to transcend borders, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's cool. Mm-hmm. It's not only that they, you know, it's like not only do they sneak their music into Russian culture, but culture all around the world, you know. Fuck yeah. <clears throat> oh, this kind of bums me out. Maybe I did see him twice. Um, so they performed at Bonnaroo in 2011 for the 10 year anniversary, which I was at. Yeah. Apparently playing for an hour and a half set in the middle of the night with Devochka. Devochka is a four piece instrumental and vocal ensemble um f- from Denver. They're a Russian band from Denver. Okay. But, I don't know if I I don't know if they I don't know if I saw that or not. Now I'm kind of bummed. I don't know. I don't know, dude. I can't think back to this fucking it was <laughs> so long yeah. ago. But yeah, I was definitely there. There's a very nice blanket I have to prove it. There's a big X on the front. DMX. Oh, DMX. <laughs> Rough Rider. Rough Rider. SP. Yeah, I mean these actually these these motherfuckers are based out of uh the same place. So I mean like straight yeah. up they could be homies with DMX. Well yeah. they could have been. Or, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or DMX. Rough life. Yeah. Anyways, um, yeah, I love this band. I think they're great. I'm super bummed. I missed them recently. They came to Nashville this year or last year sometime, and I missed it. They played Brooklyn Bowl, and I think I had looked. I was thinking about them, and I looked at tour dates literally like three days after they'd played here. I was like, fuck me. Yeah. Yeah. That happens to me though. Uh, I've, it, I did it twice last year where I looked at tour dates and I was like, God damn it. Yeah. Somebody I wanted to see had just come here. But I know. It's weird. Like, there's been some bands that we've seen here, but like, it's not like, not a lot like you think, you know, New Orleans, you think there would be like more bands that come through. Mm-hmm. But like, I mean, a lot of bands like COVID, um, there were like two shows, two or three shows we were going to go see and they all like got canceled. One of them was the Strokes and they just, Never made that date up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <I said> fuck it. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. There's a lot of uh I don't know. There you if you end up making uh making any moves. There's there's shit that plays here all the time. So oh, and Atlanta. I mean Atlanta too. Like Yeah. There's no shortage of music. Gone. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know, man. I don't you got anything else there? Anything particular, like your favorite songs or anything off of this? Um, I just, I mean, just the two, I think Sally and Start Wearing Purple. I mean, that's what mm. I was gonna say. Like, I mean, I, I was, I've been a fan of theirs, but not like to the extent where I'm like sit down and like listen, you know, yeah, 
beginning to end of an album. Yeah, yeah. No, I feel you. Um, I think there's a couple that are really, really good. I think Mishto is really good, but it kind of mm-hmm. feels like it's a like a Russian wedding song. Uh, it's like really high energy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's a what other one is the one I'm thinking of? Uh, I love Star Wing Purple, obviously. Yeah. Uh, I like Indestructible a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I was just listening, I re listened to this yesterday. Like, there's a, I think, in a, a version with 17 songs on it, maybe 16 or something, but, uh, like a new newer one remastered joint and uh yeah dude i don't know so fucking good also like a cool like it's basic but i like this about it it's like basic cover art but it's it's good cover art you know it's like a almost like a like a good logo that's what i was gonna say it's uh yeah their logo is like something like you know it's uh um, organization or you know what i mean mm-hmm. it's a logo for you know world domination i guess it's... yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's just yeah, i don't know it's kind of especially cool. the yellow and black yeah yeah the yellow, yeah it's dope but uh if you like this i would say um actually this is kind of interesting so they did this no nah, fuck it that's dumb no it doesn't matter uh <laughs> um yeah go ahead and check this out if you're into it if you're into this if you're into any kind of like punk or like gypsy music or if that even interests you go and check it out um they're on tour i think still so go ahead and check their tour dates which is pretty dope if this band is on tour, like super high energy, like get ready to sweat because it's going to be fucking hot wherever they are. And I would say if you like this, if you end up liking this album, go ahead and check out. Just click there like um, what's it called? The Essentials. Yeah, the Essentials playlist because it'll pop around to quite it's going to play a lot of their new album, but it's going to pop around to some of their best shit, which I think are like Wonderlust King from Super Taranta. And one thing uh, I was going to say too, not to interrupt you, but mm-hmm. um, like the style of this music too, like uh, inspires a couple other bands. You know, I think like they were listening to Man Man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The same kind of style. It's like, I don't even know what you would call that. I don't know. I have no idea. I mean, it's like that's why Gypsy Punk I think is the best description of like Coco Bordello. It's just like it's so. It's this band is unlike anything that's in my rotation at all. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say like yeah, Ukrainian or like Czech Republic like style of like instruments that they use. You mm -hmm. know, like accordions and yeah, violins and. Yeah, the violent. Yeah, there's definitely a big, big uh, part of this. Uh, Apparently, Super Taranta, this was the thing I was going to say. I said, fuck it, though, was ranked number 14 by Rolling Stone as a top 50 album in 2007. 
Oh, well. It's pretty crazy that this was up there like that. Heavy rotation, <clears throat> yeah. But it's funny, like Pitchfork gave it a 5.2 out of 10. So it's like, yeah. My, like, what are we doing here? That's what, but, that, but that's what's crazy about that time of music, too. It's, it was such a weird time because it was like, you know, you don't have like all, you know, different ways of exposure like you do now. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So yeah. like bands that came through, you know, they either were really like try, either trying or they just took that one story like, you know, where like some magazine wrote about them that everybody reads like Rolling Stone or like, you know, mm-hmm. something, you know. Yeah. Much music or MTV2. Oh, or... Shit. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely... Um pretty insane pretty insane this was this band made it which is kind of kind of nuts yeah. to me um because they don't if you ever see like if you look at them especially eugene their lead singer you're just like this guy's might be out of his mind like good chance good chance this dude is a <laughs> lunatic for sure yeah like I don't like, and to this day, I don't think I could kick it with this guy. I would try for sure, <laughs> but I don't know if I don't know, man. He seems like, um, it's just like there's a lot going on there, you know. Yeah. Um. Oh, this is kind of cool. Uh, recently, uh, they collaborated with Les Claypool and Primus on the song "Man with the Iron Balls." <laughs> talking about uh president Zelensky in uh, ukraine yeah. <laughs> that's pretty good um yeah man but this is like it's it's just like a weird band that you're never gonna that i don't think there's anything like there's nothing like it yeah and uh oh and another thing that probably skyrocketed them kept them in the in the sphere at the time uh Immigrana was remixed by Bass Nectar in 2010. Oh uh, yeah. We're talking about Bass Nectar before we knew he's a pedo. And um yeah, so this is like probably a, that dude's Bass height. <laughs> Do what? I don't even know that about Bass Nectar, but yeah, that's why you don't hear about him I'm anymore. Never, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I was never like into it anyways. Like that yeah. sound tribe sector nine, like Ugh. All that shit is lame, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, to all you people that are into it, good for you, but damn. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's why I don't hear about Bass Nectar anymore. Apparently, uh, yeah. do do got me too pretty hard. Um, but this is 2010, so this is probably the height of all of that. Like, uh, what was that shit called? That type of uh, electronic music. Like dubstep? Was yeah, dubstep was shit. Dubstep. Yeah, 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 yeah. The beginning of like dubstep. Yeah, so this is probably that time, and I remember that being a thing, like that particular song being like, "Oh shit!" Like that's a global yeah. song. It was been remixes. Oh. It was a what was the remix? Sorry, what song was it? Immigraniata from okay, from this album. Star wearing purple was too, though. I feel like I think yeah, it's from from this album, right? No, it's not from this song. It's from uh. Or it's yeah, I thought it was. Maybe it's not. Maybe it's from Transcontinental. Yeah, it's from Transcontinental. Huh. Yeah, so people stay fucking remixing their shit. And Ooh. you're gonna 
you'll see them. I I hope they stick around. Their violin player uh, player is pretty old, so I, you know, who knows how long their you know, Sergey or whatever his name is. Uh, yeah, Sir Sir Sergey maybe. I think that's how you say, probably say it. But uh, yeah, dude, we'll see, we'll see how long they stick around because like kind of old kind of old <laughs> you can, uh... man look at the rolling stones dude well, dude that's what i'm saying i'm like hoping they pull rolling stones i don't know i don't know man we'll we'll see i guess but yeah there another cool thing about this band is like they have so many different um former members and well that's probably not cool but who knows why they have so many you know but uh, all of these people, they, they're they're multiple different backgrounds and nationalities and all sorts of shit. So it's it's pretty cool that they're like it's just like it's it's legit like a it's like a high it's like a punk jam band almost. Yeah. Without like the jam band length the songs. Yeah, it's like I don't know. It's like I hate saying it because it's probably not accurate or anywhere near accurate, but it's like bluegrass almost in a way you know it's like an no i get you like yeah because yeah, like mean? bluegrass is pretty it's bluegrass is like it's, it's, jazz yeah. almost um, yeah but it's yeah a lot it's just of different instruments like old instruments yeah string instruments yeah. and i think i think bluegrass and jazz are it got way more in common than people give it credit for like yeah. they it is literally like pick it up and then hop in when you can type of situation yeah but anyways, if you don't got it, do you have anything else to say? Any 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 recommendations as far as like if you like this, what you should check uh, out? I would say check out Man Man. I mean, you could see the how they probably were inspired by Google. Mm. Mm-hmm. I can't yeah. think. Of, I can't think of any other bands that would be on this level. Yeah, it's a, it's um. They're they're their own thing, man. Yeah, it's really crazy. Which is like, it's funny, you know, when you like go to Wikipedia and you see like the timeline of when certain band members were in the band. It's like, yeah, this this one is just wild, like wild, wild. Like it looks like a fucking art piece. There's so many lines. Oh wow. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. There's like 30 fucking people in this thing, or was at some point. Yeah. It's pretty crazy. I kind of love it. (sighs) But anyways, I don't think I really have any much else to say about them. Um, Go check them out if you can. They've been around since 1999, so let's let's hope they keep going for another, I don't know, However many years, humble years are now, you know, twenty six years we'll say, so I can make it to whatever that is, fifty or sixty. But come back next month. We'll have a we'll have a a brand new album for you to check out. Here over at Dropping the Needle. It's your boys, Adam Mitch, Pat Ars. We out.